Good morning. I'm the Reverend Jacqueline Sheldon from St. Paul's Episcopal Church at 220 Valley Street. And you know, I'm so happy to be with you today. Just want to let you know that um, the season of Advent is going to be with us very soon. It's only three short weeks away. And we would like to offer you a daily devotional called Practicing Wonder with All Your Heart, Soul, Strength, and Mind. It follows the scripture readings for each Sunday, the way we do on my broadcast. And it's a great little tool. You know, in these challenging and complicated times, focusing on wonder is actually critical to our well-being. Wonder invites us to pay attention to the sacred that is present in every moment and to practice being curious and open to the movement of the Holy Spirit. I think it's an essential practice during this time of the year, especially when culture puts so many demands on us, wanting us to complicate our lives by doing more and buying more and eating more, et cetera, et cetera. So when we focus on wonder, especially a profoundly spiritual interior wonder, it is indeed countercultural and very good soul care for our souls. So. We'd love to send you this booklet. And if you'd like us to, go to our home site, St. Paul's Willimantic.org. That's S T P A U L S Willimantic.org. And scroll down to the bottom of the home page. There you'll find the Advent request form. Fill out all the information and we'll send you a book as soon as possible. That being said, let's just take a moment now talking about paying attention to wonder and awe. Let's take a moment to calm ourselves and just slow down and be present. See if you can just notice your breath easy going in and out right here, right now. And wherever you are, feel yourself. You're maybe sitting or standing. Feel yourself in the space you're in. Feel yourself really present. Oh, gracious God, you are in everything and through everything and around everything. And your presence is always giving us gifts of joy and wonder. And yet so often... It's hard for us to be attentive and awake and aware to see all the different beautiful and unique things that you send our way every day. Please, God, help us to remember that we are poor people owning nothing and receiving all gifts from you. Amen. Our reading this morning comes from Matthew's Gospel, the 25th chapter, verses 1 through 13. Jesus said, The kingdom of heaven will be like this. Ten bridesmaids took their lamps and went to meet the bridegroom. Five of them were foolish, and five were wise. When the foolish took their lamps, they took no oil with them. The wise took flasks of oil with their lamps. As the bridegroom was delayed, all of them became drowsy and slept. But at midnight, there was a shout, Look, here is the bridegroom. Come out to meet him. Then all those bridemaids got up and trimmed their lamps. 
The foolish said to the wise, Give us some of your oil, for our lamps are going out. The wise replied, No, there will not be enough for you and for us. You had better go to the dealers and buy yourself some. And while they went to buy it, the bridegroom came. And those who were ready went with him into the wedding banquet. And the door was shut. Later, bridesmaids also came. The other bridesmaids also came, saying, Lord, Lord, open to us. But he replied, Truly I tell you, I do not know you. Keep awake, therefore, for you know not neither the day nor the hour. Amen. Well, this parable that Matthew um, tells us in the journey of Jesus in his gospel comes just before Jesus is going into Jerusalem to sacrifice his life for the love of the world. And this is such a mysterious and powerful story. We need to take a closer look at it to hear what was so important. What was he trying to tell them and tell us today about being in relationship with God? So the first thing that stands out to me is that there are 10 bridesmaids and they're separated into wise and foolish. Now, in some ways, I think it's a little bit of a harsh judgment when I, when you, at first blush, when you read this, because, you know, everybody's there. Everybody wants to go to the wedding. Everybody wants to meet the groom. You know, for whatever reason, they didn't bring their oil. They didn't bring their oil. So does that really make them completely foolish? I don't know. But we go on to hear that in this first story, we, the bridegroom is delayed and they don't have enough oil. And when the foolish ones who didn't get flasks of oil uh, go to ask those who have brought their flasks if they, if they could share their oil, they say, no, no, that's not enough. There won't be enough for you and me. You have to go get your own. And notice that the bridegroom is late. I mean, I think there's something to be said about that. that I feel like the bridesmaids who appear to be foolish get treated very harshly when there are a lot of reasonable situations in this that, that we might look at with a little more kindness. But why wouldn't Jesus talk about this kindly? So he separates in between wise and foolish. He doesn't let the wise one give any, can't give any oil to the foolish ones. Foolish ones still in their heart of hearts want to be at that wedding. So they go off to go get the oil. The others go in and the door gets shut. And Jesus positions the story so that these other bridesmaids who actually jumped off, go got the go get the oil and come back to go to enter into the party. He opens the door and he says to them, I don't know you. You, you see, this is like we can't make everything in the Bible pretty, and this is not pretty. We have to ask ourselves, why would Jesus tell such a harsh story? In the end, I think the line that says, Truly, I tell you, I do not know you. Keep awake, therefore, for you know neither the day nor the hour is a real key to this story. But we have to see what he means by being awake and attentive. So 
clearly one of the things that Jesus is getting across is the point that you never know at what hour God is coming, what hour love is coming, when it will appear. That's clear from the story as the very beginning of it. But I think we have to be even deeper in this to understand it's not just about being vigilant and staying awake until the bridegroom comes. It also has to do with your heart and your heart's attitude in your attentiveness. And I think it's these oil flasks and Jesus calling them foolish and saying he doesn't know them. It's a very important idea to us that Jesus is saying, you got to know this and you got to live this. If you're, if you're going to be my follower, you need to know what I'm telling you right now and you need to follow it because it's a matter of the joy of your life. It's the matter of what will make this journey through the ordeal of this world. It will make it have joy. If you don't do what I'm telling you, you can't enter into the joy. That's what I think he's saying. So let's look at that. What does that mean? So problem here is this. If you think about the bridesmaids who came with their oil flasks along with their lamps, they would have to be thinking more about the bridegroom than they would about going to the party. Because they would be having to think somewhere in their minds, we want to make sure we have light for the bridegroom no matter what time he comes. We're thinking about him and how important he is how precious he is, and that they want to meet him and be with him. So they make sure that they get enough oil so that they'll have enough for him, no matter what time he comes, to be able to go with him and light the way with him. On the other hand, we have the five bridesmaids who don't bring oil, which you might say could be that they were more interested in going to the party than in loving the bridegroom. And even when they go and they get the oil, they don't start, the dialogue doesn't start with, and they knocked on the door and they said, we're so sorry, we, 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 we feel so bad that we disappointed you by not having the oil. They're just standing there in the way the story is told. And the bridegroom says, I don't know you. Because again, they're just there with their oil like a ticket to get into the party. They're not there because they want the oil to give make sure there's enough for the bridegroom. So when we climb down deeper into this story that way, we can see that Jesus is definitely talking about being attentive and being awake and looking for when he'll arrive. And in order to do that, it's important to be thinking about how much we love him and what are the things that we need to do in order to be ready for him. What do, how do we stay awake? What is the oil in the flask? And I want to suggest that the oil and the flax is our daily prayers, our daily prayers of gratitude and reflection on how our life's going and our conversations with Jesus and our conversations of how are we doing. And when we're in a situation where we're not sure the best way to handle it, we say, you know, it's yours. I'm waiting. I'm praying. I'm holding my place. I'm reading my scriptures. And I know that when you come, you'll show me the way to go because I've continued to strengthen myself and continued to walk in your ways and know your love as long as my heart will let me and my heart will let me for my life because I love you and my joy is in you. 
So you see the difference in the five bridesmaids, the way it's described. It's got joy in it. It's got all these other things. And and these are the ones who anticipate him, want to be with him, do everything they can to prepare so that the minute he arrives, they can enter into his joy with him. Whereas the foolish ones are still kind of on the distant surface looking and still plotting for the party, not loving the groom. So the question becomes, where are we? Are we loving the groom or are we just getting ready for the party? Because that's a big question. I read this story recently. A man told it in a book that I'm reading and he was talking about being attentive and he was talking, he, he said how he'd gone away on a vacation and he just started to learn how to watercolor and he was going to be away for a week. So he brought his, his, his watercolor tools with him and he, he set up and every day for a couple hours, he would paint this beautiful oak tree that he saw just practicing his painting and putting in all the elements of the oak tree that he wanted to put in. And then he packed up to go home. And as he was driving away, all of a sudden he had this sense of regret that the entire time he was being attentive to this tree, he was only being attentive to the tree for his purposes. He never thought about what a gift it was that was been created. What a gift it was that this tree was here. What an amazing miracle that this little, this little tiny seed grew into this beautiful tree and to thank God for that gift in creation. He said, he's, he backed up and went back and he was a little nervous about seeing um, you don't have anybody see him, but he couldn't help himself. He went over to the tree and he wrapped his arms as far as he could around the oak tree. And he just said, thank you for the beauty and the gorgeous creation of this tree, God. Thank you so much for this beautiful tree. And I think that story is an important story about how we look at things and how the bridesmaids were looking at things. Do we look with awe and wonder and joy? at all the gifts that come to us every day through the love of God? Or are we busy and preoccupied and just looking what we can get and not really slowing down to see the beauty? That's where the joy is. And I think that what Jesus was saying is the flask of oil is all the things you do to practice to notice me day in and day out, to know my love day in and day out. And in doing that, you join in my joy. So I hope this week you'll have a chance to think about living for the joy of Christ and how much Christ loves you and how much you love Christ. Have a great week. And I'll be talking to you next week. Bye now. My heart could tell a story If my life would sing a song If I have a testimony If I have anything at all Jesus 
His faithful hand has held me all this way. And when I'm old and gray and all my days are numbered on the earth, let it be known in you alone my joy was found. Oh, my joy. Let my children tell their children Let this be their memory That all my treasure was in heaven And you were everything to me No one ever cared for me like Jesus His faithful hand has held me all this way And when I'm old and gray and all my days are numbered on the earth Let it be known in you alone My joy was found I found my joy My joy was found. 